Oh, it's a big celebration show for about two-thirds of it. Jason Tatum, big celebration. He's now the leading candidate for MVP. Marcus Smart, big celebration. I love taking my victory laps about Marcus Smart. But the Celtics' defense is terrible, except for the fourth quarter. Why, guys? Why? Do more of it throughout the whole game. We're going to talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rainy J's, how it started, raising banners, how we finish. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, and I am here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast that drops directly to your device when you are subscribed, so make sure you are subscribed. You can even watch the show on YouTube, and I do thank you for making the show your first listen every day. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I was a professional basketball player. I also wrote a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Today's show brought to you by my good friends at Crack Sauce. It is hot sauce, big, bold flavors. Check it out, craicsauce.com. If you want to try some without buying it, go to the Black Rose for dinner before a Celtics game if you're in town. Black Rose and Fenuel Hall carries it. You'll try it. You'll love it. You'll buy it. Promo code is locked on for 10% off. Lots coming up today. Hey, Jason Tatum is the new favorite, according to Ben Online, for uh, MVP. Uh, later on, what to do with Peyton Pritchard? That's a, a constant question, and Peyton Pritchard's such a big part of that win over the OKC Thunder. Uh, the fourth quarter defense, I just want to talk a little bit more about the top six defense in the league in the fourth quarter, and we'll talk a little bit about Marcus Smart here. And I say we because it's me and Tom underscore NBA. Tommy, what's up? Not much, man. I'm doing well. <laughs> I like that little delayed reaction. You're just like, eh, eh. Yes. you know, just happy. I'm, I'm happy. living. We got we got all our wild takes out before the show started. So I'm I'm oh yeah. Actually, oh. I'm I might yeah. be done. I might be done podcasting. Done? So let me let You're me done? know if you need me. I mean, we could be done. I mean, they right. want shorter podcasts, so we'll just tell everybody like, thanks for <laughs> watching right. and thanks for listening, and you know, subscribe and. You know, just buy pretend some, that we said everything sauce. you wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah buy yeah. some crack sauce. Just yeah. don't even, just don't even wait for us to say anything. You know what my voice sounds like. You know what Tom's voice yeah. sounds like. Just yeah. imagine we said all of the things that you were thinking and that we agree with you. We That's agree with what you. You want a podcast, right? Yeah, we agree with you. Good point made by you. We agree, especially if you think Jason Tatum has a real good shot at being the MVP. Maybe Let's should go. be the MVP. Let's oh. Okay. Jason Tatum. New odds are out from our friends at Bet Uh List Tatum at three to one, three to one odds. And Giannis behind him at 13 to four, which is basically three and a half to one, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, I can see your head bobbing and you wanting to say something. What, what, it's not going to be Giannis. It's going to be Tatum or Luca. It's just like everybody loves the narrative. Giannis isn't the fun narrative. It's just not going to be Giannis this year. I don't think it's going to be him. And it has nothing to do with whether he's the best player or not. 
like I just think it's going to be Luca or or Tatum this year. They want a fresh face. Yeah, everybody People does all face. the time. People want the new story. Like that's what happens when you have a bunch of journalists voting on this. Is that like we follow the story? <laughs> I I will say, and I'm glad that I don't have a vote. Yeah, um, me neither. That's I don't want I don't want to be part of the cabal that decides. Hey, does Jalen Brown get thirty percent of the cap? Or 35% of the cap. I don't want to be the guy whose vote is the difference between Jalen Brown making all this extra money. And I know that Jalen will be fine with 30% and that extra 5% doesn't really matter. But it's still somebody's money and it's a lot of money and I don't want to mess with anybody's money. If he he deserves 35% of the cap, then just give it to him. So I don't want to be the guy who votes that like down. Like, Like Tatum. Tatum got screwed on that. I'm sorry. So... Also, but, not for nothing, I I could so easily be bought. Like, if you were, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I'm glad I don't have a vote because, like, I would just be, like, I would have a for sale sign. Like, I'd be wearing a sandwich board walking into TD Garden. Here's some crack sauce, Tom. Here's an MVP <laughs> vote for Jason Tatum. What do you think? No, I, I, would want, I would want Tatum to spend some of that extra money that I'm getting for him uh, That's right. by, by doing That's this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're nothing but a person of integrity. Uh, but I think more and more people are saying it. <laughs> the, the, the reason why Tatum is at the top of the, the odds, uh, first of all, I think is two things. If you look at the, the guys who are in the conversation, at least the, the, at the, coming into the season, Tatum was, was sort of part of it. Uh, Embiid, Giannis, Luca, those were the guys who were at the top of the, the, the list. I think maybe Kevin Durant was in there. Well, the the Nets suck. They are getting their asses kicked right now. So uh, the Nets suck. Uh, so he's going to be out. Um, Giannis is sitting games. So you can say, well, you know, Giannis, if you want reasons to disqualify Giannis, then you say, oh, well, look, he's, he's, yeah, he's doing great, but Tatum's doing so much more with them. He's getting so many more minutes. He's playing more. And he's he's piling up these numbers still. He's not being worn down or whatever. You say okay, there there's a, an argument there. Luca, Luca's obviously awesome, but he also has had a couple of games where he's been off. He's had a couple of bad games in there, and Tatum's bad games. You know what Tatum's bad games are? Twenty seven points yeah. on forty percent shooting against OKC. He has a twenty three point game in there where that's a bad game for him. He hasn't had anything lower than that. So yeah, that's why Tatum's at the top of the list. Yeah. No, I mean, like so far, like, you know, 14 games into the season, I, I think Tatum deserves to be where he's at. The one thing, the one thing with Luca that I'm, that I, that I think is hilarious. I was looking this up the other day for a different column. Um, his uh, assist percentage. So what percentage of his teammates made shots that the player assist on is 44.1%. So not only is he average. Yeah. So not only is he averaging, um, more than 30 points a game. He's also assisting on nearly 50% of his team's shots. So like, and Tatum's Tatum is in the 90th percentile for forwards. Like he's, he's, you know, doing really well, but like Luca's Luca is everything for that. Team. Yeah. So like, and I think if you wanted to make the case for Luca over Tatum, you could say, look like Tatum. Yeah. His team is having all this success. They're 11 and three. But, like, have you seen the rest of that team? The rest of that yeah, team yeah, is yeah. Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and Al Horford and Grant Williams coming off, you know, like, and you can just kind of yeah. keep going down the line. A yeah. like, lot of good players on the Boston Celtics. And 
Tatum is the best of them, and Tatum is a deserving MVP candidate. But if you wanted to make the Luka case, I think that's where you start with that one. Um, but regardless, I mean, Tatum deserves to be where he's at. Like, if the, if the season ended now, 14 games in, yeah, like, I think Jason Tatum would be the probably the odds-on favorite to to win and not just because of the betting markets, but also because of like, you know, all the, all the stuff he's done so far, he's been brilliant. Yeah. I mean, standings are going to factor so much into this and the Mavericks are eight and five. They're, they're playing, uh, as we speak, uh, actually they just won They're They, they just beat the, uh, the Clippers. So they are, um, so they're eight and five, uh, actually probably probably nine and five now, nine and five at this point. So, but the Celtics are eleven and three, best right. best team in the in the in the league. So if that if that carries on, and fourteen games is certainly the fact that we're even talking about it is definitely premature. But people people love to talk about it at this. You yeah. know, like yeah. it's it's an in- indication of a lot of things. The fact that Tatum is in the lead for MVP as far as the betting markets go. Obviously, people are putting their money on him, right? That's how that's how lines move. People put money on him. Why are people putting money on him? Because he's playing great, and because they're seeing him win. And the Celtics have the you know eleven wins, and no one else has eleven wins yet. And the like, all of these factors, the, there's a reason why wins matter. There's a reason why standings matters because this here's a guy that's the best player on the best team, and yeah, he's got all these great teammates, but. Also, he's he's raising everybody's game as well. Yeah. Um, and and that's I don't know, that that I don't like the argument, and I certainly am not criticizing the argument because I understand the validity of it as well. That he's got no other he's got not great teammates, and they're gonna win nine games here. So he's much more impressive than Tatum who has a potentially all NBA teammate in Jalen Brown and the reigning defensive player of the year and a bunch of guys who are shooting 40 to 50% from three. Like it's yeah, I under, I understand that, but I, I think more than anything, this is just an indication of how good the Celtics are, how good they've been. And, and just obviously how well Tatum has been playing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because yes, the Celtics are all those things and he's the linchpin of it. He is elevating everyone else. The reason those guys are shooting 40, 50% from three, you know, a big part of that is because Tatum is just, you know, like collapsing the entire defense around him like a black hole and like then dishing it out. And, um, you know, those shots are wide open and it's, it's because Jason Tatum is so good that they're, that they're, um, that they're like this. And, you know, you brought up obviously 14 games is way too early to be making these kind of, to be having these conversations at all. Right. But I do, I do find it very interesting. Celtics fans really want to have these conversations right now. And it's kind of hard to blame them because when you think back, the Celtics have been so good for such a long time, but it's been so long since they've had this type of player, right? Like you, you literally go back to like Larry bird, but since the last time they had, even when they had Kevin Garnett and he was like in the running for MVP and all that KG was 31. They had just gotten him. You know, it was like, it was like a Mm -hmm. very different dynamic to have this guy where you've watched him and and there was the chance that he was going to be something really special. And now he is exactly as special as you've like thought and, you know, hopes that he was going to be. It's like, 
I know like, uh, yeah, um, you know, dishonesty over at the globe wrote like, you know, a column about like, Hey, it's just too early to be having these conversations. And like, you know, people are, are talking about this too early and I hear what he's saying, but I also just think like, let's cut some people some slack here. It has been a long time yeah. since Celtics fans have seen something like this on their That's team, true. a guy like this on their team. It's, 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 it's pretty special. Like in Celtics fans, like enjoy this, this does not happen. Jason Tatum is rare. This does not happen often. It's true. It's true. That's a fair point that this is this, this discussion at this point is definitely for the fans. And I, I'm not going to tell people to stop. Uh, yeah. I think for for people like 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 to actually have a debate. OK, who's the MVP right now? No. But if you want to crow a little bit about like we got Jason Tatum and you don't like, yeah, sure. Go for it. He's a homegrown guy. He's he's taking a path that most MVPs don't take. It's it, usually they're they're pretty much in consideration right away. He's built up to this. He's grown into this, um, and and the thought is that he's going to be around for a long time. So yeah, crow about it. Have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart. He has uh, just started to gain the level of respect, I think, from people. I'm finally seeing people going, "Oh yeah, all right, fine, fine. I'll give I'll give it to you." I'm like oh, whew. so. Let's appreciate Marcus Smart. We'll do that in just a moment. First, today's show is brought to you by Turo. Turo is uh, basically the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion uh, or any budget. It's available across the United States, the UK, Canada, and coming soon to Australia. You can book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. You can get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday, or find affordable economy cars if you're in a budget and just get from point A to point B. Test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits your everyday life. Many Toro hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars. Find your drive at Turo, T-U-R-O, Turo.com. Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Let's take a second here to talk about the greatest, most flavorful protein bar in the market. How about Cookie Dough Topper? How about Cookie Coconut Brownie Bar? How about Coconut Brownie Topper? Let's just throw all these delicious things together and make them a protein bar because that's what Built Bar is doing. Whether it's uh, white peppermint granola, Built's take on granola bars that are more filling and still insanely tasty. How about candy cane brownie puff? Built puffs are like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud. So if you are uh, into a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, Built has been revolutionizing nutrition as we know it, with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, shockingly low sugar and calories, and uh, 130 calories for most of these things. So get over to built.com. You can order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15. LOCKEDON15, and it works every single time. So go order, order one, order two, go back again. Great flavors at Built. You got to try this 15% off with the promo code LOCKEDON15 at built.com. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. When you're done with this show, check out Lockdown Sports today. The games that matter, the biggest stories in sports, the Lockdown local hosts, the local experts with insight you can't get anywhere else. 
Locked On Sports Today, 22 minutes covering all of the sports world. You need this podcast so you can sound smart at the water cooler. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. And on YouTube, Marcus Smart. Just, I just want to say Marcus Smart and say he's awesome. He's, and I think people are finally coming around because uh, he's, he's cooled it a bit on the heat checks for no reason. King of the heat yeah. check without having hit a shot. Um, and I understand, I acknowledge that that was always kind of an issue. But the uh, I, I do think that so many people have been blinded by that, that now that he has stopped doing that, people are like, oh, okay, now now he's awesome. Now, now we love him. And, okay, he, he hasn't really had this kind of stretch of assists, but I really feel like the, he's not a much different player than he is now. People are arguing that he's such a, he's, oh, he's such a different player now. Like, no, he's just not taking as many of those crazy shots. And I think that people have been so blinded by that, that now that he's stopped and they go, oh, whew, yes, we love him now. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I just love the fact that that's happening. It's great because I, I just have a, a real healthy respect for Marcus Smart. But also it's like, yeah, this is kind of who he's always been in a lot of ways. I don't know. Do you agree? Do you think he's changed his game at all? I mean, I think the degree to which he has cut back his shots, um, it's 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 been notable. I wouldn't say that it's like, um, you know, like I wouldn't say it's like particularly extreme. And honestly, I don't know that it's permanent, right? Like, you know, like uh, um, last night's game, I guess probably two nights ago when people are listening to this, um, he, you know, he, he took plenty of shots. He made a lot of them. So, like, you know, nobody's complaining about it. But, um, you know, we'll, like, we'll see. We'll see if he if he continues to shoot this little. But like the thing is, man, like he, he's he's always been a good passer. He's always been a good distributor. <clears throat> he's always been good at getting around the rim and you know either posting up or you know scoring. Like like he's always been good at at those types of things. And he's always been elite at defense. So realistically, yeah, I think he he cut down his his bad shots a little bit. But it's not he hasn't like he hasn't fundamentally changed who he is. He has just. Kind of like he's done what so many players do as they get better and better in the league. And that's just like improved, you know, like it's just, he's just, yeah. he's just doing things better now. And I like this, this last stretch of basketball has been really some of the best Marcus smart basketball we've ever seen. I think mm -hmm. as um, people who've been watching him since he was a rookie, like he's been, he's been so, so good. And so, um, just such an engine of the offense and that's, that's what they need him to do. And, um, he's always kind of had that in him. It, it's funny to think about people saying, you know, like, oh, like, you know, he, he's playing so different now as I mean, not really. He's just kind of got more usage now, like and, and a, a more yeah. re, kind of defined role. He's been pining to be the Celtics like primary ball handler and distributor since he got here. And the Celtics kept bringing in other scoring guards who were going to handle the ball more than him, which set him up to be a guy who tried to make corner threes or tried to shoot or whatever it might be. So yeah, I mean, it's just the Celtics have made him a point guard again. And that seems to really make a lot of sense for him. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you can go back. If you search on my Twitter, Marcus smart can pass, you'll get tweets from like 2016, 2017. I I've been on the Marcus smart can pass train for a long, long time. And I think you're right. I think there are a couple of things at play here. Even last year when he finally got the, hey, you're the you're the you're the point guard now. And then they bring in Dennis Schroeder. And it was like, 
all right, I guess I'm not really the point guard because right. he's handling the ball the whole time. So now you've got smart off the ball again. And if you if you put a guy in a position to just catch the ball and shoot as much as you you do when you get off the ball, then yeah, he's going to catch the ball and shoot. And this year, even with Malcolm Brogdon coming in, it was clear from the beginning they are making smart the starting point guard. Anybody that plays next to him is off the ball, and Brogdon is uh, coming off the bench. And that that changes a lot of things. And with this offense, I, I do want to give, I think, Joe Mazzulla some credit. I think Joe Mazzulla deserves some credit for how he's running this offense, using guys creatively and just creating an atmosphere where people feel like, hey, if I give the ball up, I'm going to get it back. If I move the ball, it's it's okay. There's The ball movement is a good thing. Me giving the ball up doesn't mean, oh, well, there it goes, and encouraging everybody to do it. And smart with the – and the increased pace, smart pushing the ball and kick-aheads are, are real uh, effective as well. I just feel like he's got so many weapons. He's in an offense where it's encouraged and – they're cutting. It feels like they're cutting a lot, and that just it just sets him up for success. And this is even without Rob, who yeah. Rob is smart to Rob alley oops. Just come out of nowhere sometimes. He throws them perfectly. Uh, so there are plenty more opportunities coming for him to keep passing. I've always thought when it comes to smart. He shoots when he feels like, hey, I have to shoot. And I think one of the misnomers, one of the, the mistakes I think that people make is, oh, he thinks he's Steph Curry. He he keeps you. He thinks he's Steph. Like, no. I don't no. think he ever thought he's Steph. I think he's like, well, they need somebody to shoot. And I'm confident in my shot, but they need somebody to shoot. Somebody's out or I'm the shooting guard, so I'm going to shoot. And now that he's the actual point guard, he's like, my job is to pass. Point guards pass, and that's what he's doing. He's doing his job. And I think, obviously, he bears some responsibility for taking quick shots. Um, what he did in the overtime against Cleveland, that was, you know, obviously a bad, you know, we all think back to that. I'm not saying that Marcus Smart is perfect. I'm not saying that Smart is uh, – a, a, you know, a prototype of it, but he's in this role on this team. This is, this is exactly what I always thought he could be. And I'm finally glad that he's showing it and that people can appreciate like, Oh, okay. This is, this is what, this is what I've always seen in smart. This is why I've always believed in smart. Exactly. Like, I, I, and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's been a progression, right? Like it's, it's, it's taken time. And again, I think that's all supernatural. Um, like not, not super, you know what I mean? I think that's all very natural, not supernatural. I, I think it's, I think it's very natural for a guy to, no, uh, no, no, Tom, Mark I smart is a ghost. Mark is smart is a ghost. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you caught me. Um, but no, I mean, I think, I, I think that that takes some time and I, I think, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's been really fun to watch. I, I, I think, I think you're exactly right that there's kind of this that there's kind of been this this misnomer that he thinks that he's something he's not. That's that's such a good way of putting it because 
he, he just kind of has this sense. Like I think sometimes too, he sees the way that other guys are playing and he doesn't like the way they're playing. He's like, well, I just, I don't think these guys got it right now. I'm going to take this shot. And sometimes I think he's wrong, but it's not coming. Like you said, it's not coming from a place where he thinks that he's this 50% three point shooter who can shoot from half court. He just kind of thinks that everybody else sucks right now and he's going to take this yeah. three. It's like, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, he's not always wrong, but I think the thing about smart is that he is a brilliant basketball player. And I don't kind of use that lightly here. You know, it, he is, especially the way, the way he plays defense is, is, is com that almost is supernatural. Like that, that's something where it doesn't, you know, the, the things that he sees and how quickly he reacts to them the other night on NBC sports, Boston underneath the rim, you could hear him directing traffic and he was predicting exactly what the other team was going to need to do and exactly what the Celtics needed to do to blow it up. You know, he sent, I, it was, it was only for a second. So it was a split second of Marcus smart magic, but he sent Jalen Brown, out to the three-point line. It was like, JB, you know, follow him to the three-point line. JB did. The ball comes to that guy, and Jalen's there to contend. Like, Smart knows exactly what's happening at all times. Like, yes. It's, uh, it, I mean, to watch his offense kind of catch up, it, it's never going to catch up to his defense because if his offense ca caught up to his defense, he'd be, you know, one of the <laughs> better players in the NBA. But, <laughs> um, but you know, the, the fact that he is, like, you know, such a useful player on that end too now, I mean, he's – He's just a really good basketball player now. It's not he would there. There's no qualifier necessary for him. Where it's like, oh, he's a really good defender. He's nice. Nah, he's, yeah. he's just he's really good. And the Celtics are really lucky to have a player like that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and speaking of the defense, the fourth quarter defense is amazing. The fourth quarter defense is one of the best defenses in the league. And so, Tom, the question is, why can't they do that for all four quarters? We'll get into that when we come back. First, Bet Online, which just again released Jason Tatum as the current betting favorites to be the MVP at three to one, uh, just ahead of Giannis and Luca. Um, I think Devin Booker's up there too. He deserves a little bit. But Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and stats and analysis and everything. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, obviously. Soccer, esports, it's all there at betonline.net. If you love podcasts, I think you do, since you're here, then you'll find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix over at BetOnline. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. And then today's show is also brought to you by Crack Sauce. My friends at Crack Sauce, if you're watching on YouTube, C-R-A-I-C. And I've got, whoops, I spun it around. Here's the golden pumpkin. Here's the green chili. Here's Brian's Boru's curry. And here's the Mill City Red. Mill City Red because they're up in Lowell. They're made in Lowell. It's a Massachusetts-made product. It's made by a Celtic season ticket holder. Crack Sauce is big flavors, uh, bold flavors, it's hot sauce just built different. You can use these as an ingredient in your cooking. Not just pour on top of something that you want to eat, which you can also do, but you can use it as an ingredient. And it's locally made, locally sourced, local employees. You want to shout out to a Celtics fan and, and helping people make livings in Massachusetts. 
So if you like this, or if you know somebody who likes this, this gift pack right here makes a great gift. Christmas is coming up. The holidays are coming up. Gift giving season is coming up. This packet makes a great gift. And if you use the promo code Locked on, you're going to get 10% off at cracksauce.com. You can also try this at the Black Rose at Faneuil Hall before a game. If you want to go get dinner before a game, try it there. But 10% off at cracksauce.com, C-R-A-I-C sauce.com with the promo code Locked On. Get some. You're going to love it. Tom, the Celtics defense is currently ranked 20th in the NBA. Bottom third with a defensive rating of 112.5. So they're giving up 112. 0.5 points per 100 possessions. But wait, what is it in the fourth quarter? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Tom Westerholm. 104.7. What? That is a lot less. A lot less. And that's good for sixth in the NBA. Tom, if a team could shut other teams down in the fourth quarter with the sixth best defense in the league, where the hell is this defense in quarters one, two, and three? Resting. <laughs> Scoring <Is> it, buckets. <laughs> is it possible that part of the problem is there's only so much energy to go around in a game and guys feel like, well, we're, we're doing a lot of this work on offense. I feel good about outscoring other teams. So not going to give it 100% in quarters one, two, and three. Let's just wait for Rob to get back, and we'll still make the same mistakes, but he'll erase those mistakes, right, and right. we'll be fine. It's, uh, you and I have talked about it. It's a, like, it's certainly possible. I, I don't think that's out of the question at all. Um, that's a risky game to play. Uh, oh, hell yeah, then, it is. Um, because, I mean, look, look no further than that Thunder game where the Celtics were missing their threes. You know, they were generating all these great looks, Missed all these threes and not for nothing. They were still scoring in that game. Like they were still finding offense, but they weren't making threes and they weren't really playing defense until, you know, late in the third quarter. Yeah. And, and they, and they were losing and they were, you know, they went down by double digits to a fine thunder team, a team that, that has a, a genuine superstar, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, like a mm -hmm. bunch of uh, a bunch of other stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think, it's it's so risky to play that game. We've talked about it before. Like if you if, if you're that reliant, if you if you go cold in the playoffs and, and and you're relying on not going cold, you lose a game that matters. You lose, you know, you go cold for two games in a series. I mean, like you you have to be perfect the rest of the way. Like it's it's not a uh, it, it, like th this is why defense matters so much. This is why it mattered so much that the Celtics were number one in like every defensive category last year. And it's not something that just having Rob back is going to fix. And even if it was something that just having Rob back was going to fix, you still don't want to just don't like, you don't want to just, just rely on that. Like Rob is, yeah. Rob is a little fragile and you don't, I mean, like hopefully this, you know, this uh, injection and this rest and everything else keeps him healthy, but like it might not. And if, if you're all of your eggs are in the Rob basket and then he's not healthy, Hmm. That's tough. So yeah, Celtics have some stuff to figure out still. Yeah. Yeah. And they're capable I, I, of doing it. To your point, they are capable of doing it because they're doing it in the fourth quarter. The that's the thing. And I don't want, there's also, you know, Hey, you get a little bit of an adrenaline boost. Cause it becomes like, Oh crap. Where like, it's a close game. 
And okay, we got to ramp it up a little bit, but they they do have it within the it's it's in them to play good defense. There definitely feels like there's a we're choosing to play good offense and we're choosing to kind of relax on the defensive end. It just feels that way a little bit because they are getting blown by and they are giving up offensive rebounds and they are falling asleep and giving up backdoor cuts. Yes. All things that are correctable and effort-based. It's not hard to turn and look when a guy's coming and see like, oh, oh, yeah, he is crashing. Let me just put a body on him. They don't do that enough. They even will turn and look at a guy and just kind of, even if he is starting to look like he's going to crash, they just kind of like, they don't even say, oh, I got to box him out. They just kind of, well, I'm just going to shift a little this way and hope I get in his way. It, it's too, it's too obvious. It's like, it's like the fourth quarter is them telling on themselves. They're telling on themselves. They're like, oh, oh, you can. Oh, you can do this. It's it's the kid who doesn't do well in school and then all of a sudden gets a couple of A's on tests and a report to pass the class. You're like, oh, wow. Hmm. You studied. You, you applied yourself a little bit and you did just enough at, at the very end to, to pass. Why? why what, what can we do to get you to do this from the beginning? I hope they're not. I hope they're not just relying on Rob. I hope they're not because that that puts too much pressure on him. And I don't mean pressure like, oh my God, can he handle the responsibility? I mean, he's constantly if he's going to constantly have to be blocking shots and deterring shots, and I know that's his job. But if you just say, oh yeah, well Rob will do it, you're asking him to do so much that you're putting him at risk of getting hurt again. If that's a lot of jumping him, on that knee. It's a lot of jumping. Thank you. It's a lot of jumping. You should be sitting there going like, how do we prevent Rob from jumping so much? Yeah. I got an idea. Let's stay in front of our guy. Let's box out on the wings so he can get an easy rebound. Let's make life easier on him. They're not doing it. I don't, I, that's, if I have a criticism of this team, obviously that's the one criticism everybody has is their defense. That fourth quarter defense, especially against that Thunder team, was so stifling that you say, it's you guys can do it. It's within you to do it. So do it. Well, and it's funny because it's like, if you told me, if the Celtics said, listen, we know we can outscore teams for the first half of the season and we're going to fix our defense in the second half, I would be like, you know what? That's kind of fair because under Ime Udoka, they did it the reverse way, right? Like they had a great defense and then they fixed their, fixed their offense second half of the season. If that's the argument, that's fine. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm sure. willing to hear at very least I'm willing to hear it out. But the thing that's the thing that is like just confounding is like you said it. How many times did they get beat back door with the thunder? It was just a parade along the baseline. And yeah, like and 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 like if you get blown by, okay, maybe you got caught flat footed. Maybe you happens just don't every have it that day. It does. It just it happens sometimes. But if you get if you get caught like you know on a backdoor cut, you're just not paying attention. Like that's the weird one to me. That's like that doesn't have to be an effort thing. That just has to be like you're locked into what's going on. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm with you 100. I think the defense is a little bit more concerning than a lot of people um 
Uh, the, the, I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know where kind of the pulse of the the average fan is right now because the average fan, I, I think, probably looks at eleven and three and MVP candidate and they're scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring yeah. and all those things are a hundred percent valid. But I'm I'm more concerned than that about this team based on the defense because I do think that once you get to the postseason, um, you know, the teams that the teams that can really shut you down are going to shut you down. Celtics showed that last year and made it to the finals and like. I, I just don't think they're going to score. I'm, I could be wrong. Feel free to bring this up. Corrales, feel free to play this clip hey. if they storm to the finals. But I don't think they're going to score their way to the finals. I don't think they're going to score their way to the finals either because scoring inherently goes down because you're only yeah. playing good teams in the finals. You're right. only playing good teams. Like We got to remember that this stretch here of, yeah, they've won seven in a row. That's amazing. They've also beaten Detroit tri- twice, and they've beaten OKC. And, like, you're supposed to beat the teams that are in front of you, but they had, uh, in this winning streak, they beat the Bulls, they're okay. The Knicks, they're okay. Uh, Grizzlies are good. Pistons aren't. Nuggets are good. Pistons, again, aren't. Thunder aren't. So it's it's been middling to bad teams mostly. And street. they demolished some of those teams, right? Like and they, that's exactly what you're supposed yeah, to do. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what you're supposed to do. I'm not criticizing them for doing that in this winning streak. What I'm saying is you're not playing the Detroit Pistons in the second round of the playoffs. You're not right. playing the Knicks in the second round of the playoffs. You're playing the Cavaliers in the second round of the playoffs. That's who you're going to play. And are you going to just say, ah, we'll outscore the Cavs. Are you? Are you? You haven't yet. I mean, <laughs> haven't yet. Haven't seen it yet. I mean, it's just I'm thrilled with eleven and three, just like everybody else. I'm not trying to you know, like rain on parades, but also when you see a stat like that, fourth quarter defense, and you say, I'm not I I would almost rather the defense just be consistently bad across the board. And you say, okay. They need to, they just need to, they have a, they have a systemic issue. Maybe Joe Mazzulla. Then, then the conversation becomes, what lineups do you play down the stretch? Do you maybe sit Al down the stretch because he's a little older? Do you go small or do you go big? Do you go double big down the stretch? Cause you want to protect the rim. Like there, those are the conversations that, that exist if they're consistently bad throughout. They're so good in the fourth quarter that you say, ah, damn it. It's not lineups. It's you guys. It's you. The call is coming from inside the house. And like, here's the thing. Spin zone, right? Like devil's happy because I agree with everything you said. And I like am concerned about the Celtics defense. The spin zone is, like I said, if they feel like they can turn it on later in the season, that fourth quarter is evidence in their favor, right? That is, that is a legitimately mitigating circumstance. If they believe that they can turn it on, if they're just trying to like, really fine tune and get their offense good. And then, you know, down the line, they'll start like playing fourth quarter defense the whole time. That's that is evidence in their favor. If they if, like, sure. That's the spin zone. I <laughs> think they're playing it's a early. risky game. It's early. I think they're playing a risky game, but it is uh, that's, that's the argument in their favor. It's 14 games. And so there's a lot of time to turn things around. There is a lot of time. And, and look, guys like playing offense better than they like playing defense. Everybody wants to get buckets. No one, no one like they, everybody wants to win games. But if I told you, you can win a game by not really trying that hard on defense, but you get to shoot 
15 times from three, and we're gonna we're gonna win these games 130 to 115. What are you picking? I mean, uh, you, I know what you're you picking. I know what you're picking. <laughs> but I'm I'm normal. Like everybody would pick that. Everybody picks that exactly. So this is the hard thing. And and so I don't know. It, it's it's not like it's it's a concern. It's not like it's it's also it's not such a concern because it's the third segment of an off day, right? Like <laughs> if it was that much of a concern, the whole podcast would be this defense is horrible. What are we going to do to fix it? It's not, it's not that much of a concern. We just, we open up the show talking about Jason Tatum, MVP. Right. Second right. segment, Marcus Smart being awesome. So the good vibes all around, but just at just got to remind people though, just got to put it out there. Ugh, guys, guys love you. Great job. Great job out there. Try harder on defense. Just can you, can you do that more than 12 minutes? Do it for, you don't have to do it for 48. If you want, just take the first quarter off. I'll give you that. Do it for second, <laughs> third and fourth quarter. You yeah. know, if you did it, or do it, do it the first, second, and third quarter. Let's put it that way. Mm. And then you can set the fourth mm. quarter. That's right. Do I mean, it at the beginning. Yeah. That's the dream. Like you do do it the first, second, and third quarter, and then you only play uh oh boy, I'm so bad at math. 12, 24, 36. Yeah, you yeah. only play like 28 minutes if you uh <laughs> do it in the first quarter. Yeah. Go up 35 to 15. Yeah. And then and then cruise. Then do it again yeah. in the third quarter. Yeah. And and then coming out of the sit. coming out of the halftime, you know. You rested, come out, yeah. lay the hammer down, then then go sit. Don't yep. do it at the yep. end when you have to expend a lot of effort and play 40 minutes. Do it at the beginning. And then you can play 28 minutes. Tom did the math for me. <laughs> You're well. That's why you Mike bring God. me on. That's why That's you bring me right. on the, the biggest Celtics podcast out there to do your math and to yell, <laughs> I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> Which we all know is not true in any way. All right, Tom, we have gone way long, so I got to kick Us? you off the show. Okay. Us? Appreciate you. <laughs> the hell you say? All right. Yep. This is a show I'm going to get in trouble for. So please like the show. Please clap. Please clap for the show. I uh, hope you enjoyed it uh, as much as I enjoyed making this show for you. Hope you're subscribed by this point. Hope you've loved the show enough to subscribe. If you haven't, please do. If you have, please share the podcast. Tell your friends family, everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.